wine to get ready. <laughs> I have no wine this week. No wine? I wish I did. Well, that's not true. There is a bottle of wine. <laughs> you should have said I drank it all. But I'm not going to drink it. Not after last week. I felt like shit the next day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shit. And we made it back for another week of Plans Are Optional. I'm Andrew, joined by Neil the Beardless and Marty the Storyteller. Ahoy. Mm. Ahoy. Neil, I did, I did why shave are you the beardless? I did shave yesterday. Why are you the what? beardless? I don't know. Why are you doing it, that to us? This is like a perfect opportunity for you to plug your game. I know my game is about beards, but I don't have a beard. What's the name of the game? Is that hypocritical? What's the name of the game? It's, the name of the game is Who Stole My Beard. So you'd be beardless. I would be a perfect main character for my own game, because maybe someone did steal my beard. Yes, and you'd be beardless. And I'd be beardless, indeed. And I would be <laughs> evicted from from the city, because that is illegal in so, my game. So why oh. why did you get rid of your beard, man? I never had a beard to begin with. I just go stubble and shave it. I've never Neil, had plug it. your game. I, my, I, I am plugging my game. My game is great. It's about beards. But as the developer, as the creator, I can't lie to the to all my adoring fans that will to be and say i have a beard <laughs> when the game is made i guess because of all the press releases and all the publicity i'm bound to get i'll definitely have to grow a beard it will seem hypocritical all right so i'll start so if now. someone's listening to this podcast right now how are they gonna find out about this game They're where do they need to so go so my my game is on kickstarter i put a kickstarter up a few right. days back and they can right. go to Kickstarter and search Which for can be found on what, Neil? Kickstarter.com, which can be found on our Facebook uh, Plans of Optional page. There we page. go. And He's you can click the link. On. Click the link. I'm, I'm a very stupid game, indie game developer, apparently, <laughs> who doesn't get the hints. So, yes. So, yeah, back my game. Maybe you can help me raise the $2,000 I'm trying to get to make the artwork. So far... It's not looking good, but we do have we have about ten backers. So we'll see. I'm one of those backers. Yes. So when you back the game, if you back over ten dollars, you get a free version of the game, or not free. You you essentially pay for the game at that pay point. Game, but yeah. plus the your name funds the, go the towards for that Neil well. finishing the game with artwork, making it presentable. Right. Mm-hmm. All the work involved: the development, the music, the art. Everything that is goes into making a video game. Um, so, so how much does or do we have to contribute to get you to grow a beard, starting from when you shaved yesterday, until the game comes out? We already talked about this last week. Dollars <laughs> is how much he has you have to, to wear to dress socks. He's not going to grow a beard. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying if you want the contribution, if it's ten dollars, get you a copy of the game. Then is it like? Fifty dollars, and that's what's going to make Neil. Make like, me you haven't looked at no. the Kickstarter at all, oh, have you, Marty? Marty clearly I hasn't have, looked. I yeah. haven't looked at the stretch goals yet. No. So, so the goals oh. are ten. So, ten dollars gets you a copy of the game plus your name in the credits for being a backer, which is because you know, fifty dollars gets you in the game uh, a copy of the game plus 
you get a in-game, there'll be an in-game item or picture or plaque with your name on it or anything you choose somehow weaved into the, into the, into the environment. Uh, and then I think the next level was $300, which is obviously Holy shit. pretty expensive, yeah. <laughs> but that gets you an actual character in the game that represents you with dialogue as part of the story. And then there's one final one, which is limited to only two backers. And I have actually reached out to a number of companies directly to try to uh, discuss this opportun- partnership opportunity, which is um, $1,000. And that gets you, and this a in the game a store because the game features a couple of stores that you go into, and that store would have your name and logo and branding and products in it. And the idea, I was, I've reached out to like beard companies that do things like beard oils and shaving companies and subscription companies. That's like, smart. Yeah, but it's you'd say it's smart, and I actually thought, yeah, you know what? Like because of the culture. Well, you don't know it until you ask. No, you don't know until you ask, and I've asked. Um, And most of them have been pretty good and said, oh, you know, contact our partnership place, and I have, and I haven't heard back. And But I haven't had any. One just said no. Um, I think that was um, Beard club no no we're not gonna we're not gonna give them a name well, don't go to that website actually no um. no let's talk about that let's say their name and say don't use them reverse marketing sure i guess not all publicity is good publicity but but even so i was surprised because i thought that given the culture of bids because if you're if you own a company it's kind of a hipster culture to some degree and if you're marketing you know you know what i'm talking like hipster beard stuff and it's like huh like if i'm just saying if i ran a beard company say i was making a shaving line or something it would seem like a good opportunity for social marketing for like you know some real nice like community to our fans marketing of like we're not just throwing ads on instagram we're actually we're in a game and you know, kind of fun, bit of bit of fun, basically. Um, so who knows? Maybe one of them will come good, but I have no idea. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it's a definite possibility. I guess I don't know how it goes as far as reaching out to people like that for yeah raising funds for a game. I mean, but, it's um, a hard sell, right? It's like it's a hard uh, like it's a direct like, hey man, give me some money. So I understand. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, some of your other projects, they could take a look at that, but it just sure. might not fit in with what they're trying to do, and that's fair. I mean, at least someone said no. I'd rather someone say no than yeah, leave that's hanging. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, uh, regardless, I'll I'll make the game, but you know, if I can get the Kickstarter funded, that would be that'd be fun. Yeah, guys, come on, help yeah. them out. Come on, our five thousand listeners, do- well, we'll hold donate on now. twenty cents each, and we'll almost be there. Who stole my beard because it's such a hipster culture? Support Marty, are you sensitive about that? He called us a hipster. He called us hipsters. No, he didn't. Here's what I actually think is is that those companies, a lot of them, uh, they do market very heavily towards the kind of hipster culture, the beard hipster culture. Um, (laughs) I understand that being bearded is not... By definition, hipster, obviously, but that was my that was my uh, 
No, but that's not the way Marty heard it. <laughs> no, I, I realize that. And I've offended you, Marty, and I apologize. You, why apologize? Because. Okay. It's Anyways, Marty. episode I'm, 29. 29. Nice. We I, have... What, Marty? What do you have to say? I am excited to play the game. I hear plans are optional and are going to be in the game. It's possible. That's part of my story, yes. Well, I, I was I was planning to start the rumor mill to get get more people to fund it. No, no, I am actually. It is part of my narrative because I thought that would be fun to put us in it. And the the person who's making the artwork, I have all the maps laid out, and he hasn't gotten to the recording studio um, map yet. But that's going to be we're going to be in a recording studio because this is a professional operation. Yes, obviously. absolutely. And that you're gonna we're gonna interact with the. Uh, with the, with the main character, most professional. It should be fun. It will be fun to people that listen because <laughs> I have some funny stuff to put in there. It'll, there'll be in, the know. in jokes of plans are optional. <laughs> of all my players, six people will get it. <laughs> yes, I'm, uh, you know. I just think overall, it's cool that you're making a game. I know you've made games in the past. Yeah, but. it's creative, you know. It's a cre- it's like supporting creativity. I love, you know, anyone. It's like it's like this stuff. podcast. It's not good, but we're having right. fun and it's creative doing it. Yep. Maybe so. we should do a Kickstarter. Yeah, this fund is... our podcast and we promise we will get better. This mm. has been more fun than I <laughs> than I initially thought this was going to be. So That's cuz you're a Debbie Downer, Marty. Yeah, you're kind of a downer, Marty. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I, I, I thought we'd get to like three episodes and now that we've made it to twenty nine. Wow. Like my, expecta- well, we just drag my expectations you along, have Marty. been blown out of the out of the water here. So anyways, since last week we have a few follow up items. Um so we had talked about a book club. We're not up to a full week for suggestions. So people can still put in suggestions. And I think we should extend it a little bit more because all we got were suggestions from the goddamn librarian. <laughs> your number nemesis. one fan. Your, ne- number your one nemesis. Fan. No, no, we made up. We made up on Twitter. I said, okay, fine. We're not fighting. But uh, she, she did suggest four books. One of them I've read already. Um, two I'm interested in. But... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I think we should get some more people in on this, possibly, or give them the opportunity. Uh, but I do appreciate the suggestions. Although she just linked us to Goodreads, whereas I would rather have someone come in and pitch it to us, like why they think we should read it, not just send us a page. Librarian, hold on. But did she read them? Has she read them? I don't know. I didn't oh. ask her that because you know that's perfectly legit if you read it. Yeah, but. If you've read it, I you should be able to tell me why they why that person thinks we should read it, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. A little like one, yeah. I just want some. I want the personal touch, Neil. Mm. You want some interaction with with yeah. our with our audience. But uh, yeah. Uh, actually, let me pull that up real quick, and uh, we'll see what books they pulled up. See if you guys have read any of them, because then we can just. You said you already read one, which is pretty good. Yeah, The Eye of the World, which is the first book in the series, uh, the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. Are Uh, you guys familiar with that series? I've always meant to start it, but never have. See, I wouldn't be against actually rereading it, because I read that back in eighth grade is when I started that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I only made it to like the third book in the series. I think it's uh, like 12 or 15 books now because the yeah. author had died and right. the last book got turned into three volumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so that was one of the- as it is. Was that Marty? They're long books as it is. Yeah, they are. So that that's a little bit daunting. Uh, but there was this book called Educated by Tara something. I don't remember the name. I can't get it up because I can't focus right now. But it's from what I gathered, because she didn't bother to give us a synopsis or why we should read it. It's this girl who grew up in Idaho, basically off the grid, started educating herself, ended up going to BYU. And this is her memoir from that experience, which I thought was pretty interesting. That that was my number one choice from what she had suggested so far. Hmm. I like the I, I like the idea of anyone that is set completely self educated because it's so different to the real world, right? I mean, generally people are educated through institution or through or they're not educated. Yeah, it's a cool story. T- Tara Westover, and then uh, the other book was The Q by Basma Abdel Aziz. Uh, I didn't read much about it, but it seems like it's fiction. Uh, but it's like a dystopian, like a surreal look at um, the Middle East, mm-hmm. and I don't know quite Sounds where heavy. it takes you. It could be, but that was yeah. my second choice. Uh, and then the third one was Member of the Family, My Story of Charles Manson, Life Inside His Cult, and the Darkness That Ended the 60s. Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in that after watching Mindhunter. Um, yeah? I'm totally a little captivated by the whole serial killer Manson stuff. So You know, crime podcast, serial killer yeah, as a topic, it's huge. Sure, I mean, we could grow our audience that way, but you know, that, that's third. That's third on the list for me. But well, like I said, we'll give them more time. See if anyone actually suggests anything. Uh, but also, we got a article sent to us. Yes, that was a good one. It was a good read. It was really good. Neil, did you read it? Of what? Sorry, we had an article that was sent to us on our Facebook page this week. Ah. I did not see that. Yeah, he, <laughs> you're gonna not. love it. <laughs> so this this article was uh, it's a it's a bar in St. Louis, Missouri, and rather than paying by the drink, which you'd normally do, you pay by the hour just for the space. So I think it was like ten dollars an hour. Yeah, and you can drink all you want. Oh, they they just give you whatever you ask for at that point. And that was I, well, I think I think it's like ten dollars for the basic brands, but mm-hmm. you can spend $20 an hour for, you know, top shelf liquor. And right. I don't know if it's, uh, I, I guess, I don't know. I haven't been there, but I feel like someone could drink a lot of liquor in an hour. That's scary because mm-hmm. obviously the economics, if it, they possibly work, but at the same time, you're going to get those people who are just going to come in and down a bottle. You know what I'm saying? In like 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, but but I don't I don't think it's just a bar where okay I'm gonna take three shots of this you know I think they make drinks and so the drinks are kind of an experience in themselves. Oh, right? okay, yeah. so it's more of a cocktail bar. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that'd be my guess. The only way it would actually work out, hmm. and so yeah. I think I it'd be. A, I don't think you're paying for for beer, like 
you're, you're definitely going the, the cocktail where it takes more time to make it. Sure. I mean, I guess the experience of it does sound quite good. Like it, you walk in and you don't have the, you don't, it's like any process, right? You just pay by the hour. So you don't worry about what you're ordering or how much everything costs. You just like, okay, I'm in for this and this is it. And yeah. I'll just do what I like. It kind of takes the, the stress away if you like. If you'd call it stress, it's not. Exactly it's not stress, stress, but you know. Yeah. I mean, you go out to a bar. You don't right. want to break the bank. You take a look at the list of drinks, and you got drinks that are ranging from ten to twenty-five dollars. So you start off at the ten-dollar range. You might never get a chance to try those twenty-five dollar drinks, just because you know you're in that mindset of not wanting to break the bank, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a cool opportunity for someone to try something new and kind of just. Yeah, broaden cool. their horizons, but I don't know. I, I, what was the name of it? Do you have the article in front of you, Marty? I don't. Um, I don't remember the the name of it. Neither do I. Um, I believe it is on our Facebook page. So um, if it's not, we'll make sure it gets put visible here. So plans are optional. And if anyone's in St. Louis and they try it, let us know. We, I, I guess we might have some people over there that can make that trick. Make that trick. Uh, open con. Open concept is the name. Oh yeah, open, open concept. There we go. Yeah, I know that because someone else just posted a link as we're sitting here on our Facebook page um, to an article about um, deer that frequent the wild apple tree. Oh, near near my cousin's house. Uh, 11 times drunk animals have... Okay, never mind. (laughs) That was terribly delivered. Um, I'll start again. I'll start again. Uh, It's just an article show, you know, like a BuzzFeed type article. uh, 11 times that drunk animals have come along and caused trouble. Um, Eating fermented apples off the tree? Yeah, just finding, you know, cider and and leftover liquor lying around that they've just consumed. (laughs) It's quite funny. Living the dream. How, have you ever had an experience with a drunk animal, Neil? Uh, I've had some, a couple of, not drunk, so I, I, I might get lambasted for this, but stoned for sure, like stoned <laughs> pets, because pets will come up to you and like be, and you'll just like blow in their face and then like, boom, they just get stoned and then it's, you know, I, I wouldn't do it, uh, deliberately but unless they come up to, into my face and then i'll do it deliberately but that was years ago when i was but a young lad um but a young lad yeah so not so much the drunk but more the more the high what about you marty uh you jumping I, on the back of drunk reindeer no i mean could be fun but um i know that they do make some anxiety pills and cbd uh treats and whatnot for dogs so yeah, what? yeah. My uh, my sister's dog has anxiety, and so she gets uh, some CBD. Dogs get diagnosed with anxiety. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, man. My sister's so dog is the- not too fond of um, my niece's baby, and she's never okay. been fond of of anybody picking on my niece. And so, um, when my niece is always holding her her son, um, the dog thinks that. It's, you know, she's being attacked or something or tension. And so she 
wants to get at him, get at this at, at her kid, and so uh, it's one way to kind of calm her down. So I get, I guess for me, it's the whole process. So I mean, I I know dogs are obviously anxious, and they they exhibit signs of that. But the fact that someone takes them, gets them diagnosed, and then they're treated for it—that's what's foreign to me. I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just not anything I've actually gone through. Yeah, it happens um, in places like Los Angeles and I guess almost anywhere these days, but mm-hmm. we have never gone through that. We did get chiropractor um, adjustments done to our dog one time, which was super weird because we had this – she was kind of a pre, kind of a hippie kind of vet. <laughs> But but she, let me just qualify that by saying that she was very good, like remarkable uh, vet um, from all the vets I've dealt with over the years. And she specialized in, in birds and dogs. That was all she did. And she did our dog and she would like run her hands over the dog and allegedly feel for areas of... Um, she would do she would she would check the, the alignment but also check for heat spots and then knowing that give massage and then do like a basically dog chiropractic or practice on the dog which um i don't know i'm sure it's fine but we were just kind of there and she did it so like we went we didn't go looking for it i'm sure it's not fine that just no <laughs> What do you mean? No, they have spines. You have a spine. What's the difference? I, All spines are, can can get misaligned, and that's okay. The heat bit, I'm not so sure about. Like, oh, this bit feels a bit warmer to me. That part, yeah, it's getting into the woo territory. But um, it's not like I don't believe it. What What do you not like about it, Marty? Popping a dog's spine. I... She She didn't pop it. Don't get me wrong. She was just like she could tell where the dog was out of alignment and um yeah it wasn't like a human being we take you know fucking snap their neck or whatever it is I, it wasn't like it wasn't like that no <laughs> just okay marty's no marty's a big no on that one he's against this yeah. i am very much against this oh my gosh that just ah oh. oh. how but, so you're all for the mental health of a dog man but not the physical health. Yeah, so the anxiety is okay. What about chiropractic on a human? I, I, I didn't say I was okay with, with giving the dog CBD. I just know that it is Well, how thing. do you feel about it then? I I think the dog could just be put in the other room or somewhere and just be okay. Um, it's... I, I don't necessarily think we need... But to what be, if it's not just a matter of where the dog is at? What if... The dog's just anxious all the time. She's not all the time. It's only... I'm, no, I'm, I'm, we're not talking about this dog in particular. We're talking very generally here. Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. No, I'm... It's... I don't... I just... I, I don't... I'm not a fan of, of that, medicating the dogs like that. Um, That's just... That's just me. Of... Would you have to put in a hot dog? Would it be CBD in a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good How line on so many made. levels, man. That's a good line on so many levels. I, uh, <laughs> I I didn't watch the Cheetos video yet. I also did not watch the video about making bowling balls. 
but you did watch the video about the universe, which we didn't discuss. Which was which not I sent to you. <laughs> which you got it. Which is awesome, man. What? Yeah, I was gonna say which wasn't discussed on the podcast. But no. me and Neil <laughs> were we were talking uh, one night, and he sent me this video, and it's a time lapse of the universe from now until the end of it. And so, in order to watch a video that goes from now to the end of the universe, it's going to either be really sped up the entire time, but the way they did it is it sped up time, doubled it every, what, five seconds or so? Yeah, every five seconds, they exponentially increased the time lapse. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. It was was about a half an hour video, but it kind of just takes you to a place where you feel really, really small. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like, it's kind of, it's one of those, and you're like, holy crap. Uh, M- Marty, did you watch this? No, you mentioned it earlier in the week, but I've been kind of out of sorts um, yeah. the last few days, so I, I have missed all of that. Um, so I'm just as confused as our listeners right now. They're not well, confused. We're explaining that, it to them. Yeah, I don't think it was confusing. The, the thing that blew my mind the most about it was that once they had got, and obviously we'll post this link on Facebook, but they discuss, you know, okay, how long the universe is potentially projected to go on for based on current scientific yeah. knowledge, which is pretty in-depth, which is you know, it's pretty good. Um, was The thing that blew my mind was, given that whole time, how much time in the life of the universe is there actual viable life as we are living at Life this moment right it. now, as we know it, yeah, in the universe, and that is mind blowing because <laughs> it was like zero point zero, like a ridiculous number of zeros, point one nine or something, and it was like literally, in other words, like it made me realize how lucky, in a way, not lucky, I guess that's the wrong way to put it, but just how how small of a time frame we believe we live in during which this moment is even possible, let alone the fact that you, as you identify with yourself, I'm getting a bit off topic here, but as you, you, your ego identification, identify with being experienced in that moment. And it was like, wow, that's kind of crazy that in the universe, for the most part, is a pretty cold and shitty place from the perspective of where we are, right? Sitting here in our our, uh, little little cozy rooms making podcasts but of the lifetime of the universe we will experience or there will be life experience in point zero 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 two percent of it or something like that yeah and of the very small percentage of that percentage that we are experiencing we decided to make a podcast yeah <laughs> i know right? it's crazy that will live on do something more with yeah. our lives but it won't live on forever, Marty. You got to watch the video. It's all everything's everything doomed. Well, in the <laughs> not doomed, <laughs> not doomed, it's... but everything changes. Did you guys watch the Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson a few years yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah. With the oh. the calendar of the year of where we are, and yeah, that and that was more. That know. was the opposite, right? That was the universe up to now. Well, it's and like, how tiny of a time we've been alive for, but for which the universe has currently existed, which also is a tiny fraction of the, very small. Yeah, but it put it put the, the the calendar part where it was like, if this is where the universe was created or the Big mm-hmm. Bang, and then where we are and humans in the calendar, um, 
if you were we would be on like the last day in the last hour in the last 15 minutes in the last or even less than that yep and yeah so, like in the last minute of the entire year is yeah. or not even minutes of it i think it was literally like a few 20 seconds or something so this is that but 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 then you take it even forward. larger because going forward it's even more time <laughs> and so yeah it's that same thing but you know significant like your mind just cannot fathom that passive that amount of time it's just there's just no way you can fathom it but but the way that they produced it and the way that they represent that they showed it and they had some really good cgi to show what was actually you know happening or would theoretically happen in the universe in terms of you know celestial bodies and black holes and stuff like that it was really good it was a good video okay well send send me a link i did that's how andrew watched it it was i I did send the link to both of you guys oh but i'll send it again (laughs) i'll put it on our facebook page for for you marty like I said last week, I was all out of sorts. So, <laughs> anyways, I don't see it. Okay, well, we'll we'll send it to you again, Marty. Don't worry about it. How okay. how do we get here? Why are we talking? I don't know. About We're the quite eventual... deep in. We haven't even discussed our weeks, and here we are. Well, do we need to talk about our weeks? We don't have to, but it's kind of a theme. All right, fine. Let's but... talk about our weeks. Neil, how was your week? My week was good. I kind of went over my week. I I ran my Kickstarter. I launched my Kickstarter. You were uh, just waiting to, for it to get approved, all right? I that's true. Yeah, it got approved, and then I clicked, <laughs> and then after that, you have to click go live. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually, funnily enough, because I had a Kickstarter that I started a year ago almost, which I got approved and never pressed the button on, so it never went out. And then a couple yesterday, I'm like, I'm just going to click it. So I, I also launched that one too. That was quite funny. Um, and then someone immediately pledged $25 to it. And I was like, oh, my God, this Kickstarter is more popular than my game one. What do you know? Um, but it's not. That was just coincidence, I guess. But, uh, the rest of my week, yeah, we um, – oh, yesterday was good. I went bowling with my son because we were thinking of doing a bowling um, – we're going to do a bowling party for him because he's six. So yeah, he, he wants a party. He's been really going on about it. So we're inviting, you know, you invite the kids to do bowling, eat, eat some pizza. So I went to the bowling alley to get price. And um, also because my daughter had a play date. And my wife said, get Owen out because he's annoying them, basically. You know, give them some time away from the six-year-old. So I took him out and uh, we did a, we did some bowling. But they recently installed a new air conditioning unit in the bowling alley, which was spiking the power. So twice during the game that we played, we were only going to play one game, um, all the screens, you know, all 30 screens just shut down. The computer system just died. Um, and then it rebooted and everything was fine. It remembered our game. It remembered where we were. Uh, we just had to wait two minutes. So it wasn't an inconvenience, but uh, they gave it to us for free, um, which was nice. And then we went to the arcade and we... Um, played a couple of games you know you get the card and you play the games and you you win tickets and then you take the card you you basically pay did like you play 20... dance dance revolution no they did have a dance one but we didn't we played bash the thing with the with the hammer we played spin the, spin the wheel kind of like it's it's less of the whack-a-mole but just the bash the uh, thing it goes up the lights go up in a tower 
and the idea is not to hit it as hard as you can, but to get the light to stop at exactly the top one to win it, to win maxo tickets. But mm. it's rigged, obviously, because you always end up getting the light like one away from the top, no matter what you do. A game's um, rigged? Play- no. Yeah, who knew, right? Um, anyway, long story, we went to cash our tickets in, and I guess what happened is because the power went out, the power also took out the machine. So we're swiping our card, picking up the prizes, and I'm thinking, we're getting a bit too many prizes. Let me go check on the balance. So I go check the balance, and nothing came off the card. So <laughs> now this sounds great, and it is great if you're six, because you're, you are, you're inundated with pockets full of plastic crap. But if you're, if you're a parent, this is actually bad news, because it just means you're bringing all that garbage back, and it's just going to be all over the house. Anyways, it was a fun day, and I was like, me and my son were having a good time, and I was like, you know, we're having a really lucky day today. We're getting free bowling, free prizes, and then we went to get lunch, and I'm like, maybe something's going to happen in the store, we're going to get free lunch. So he walks up to the woman at the counter as we're paying, he goes, can you give it to us for free? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, because <laughs> kids, you know, they're great. Teaching them right teaching and i was i was just telling him we we're having a lucky day and he but i guess when you say it to a six they really believe now that that's happening to them that it's going to keep happening this is it we're going to get this whole day everything's going to be free <laughs> everything's going to be lucky but if he didn't so, ask you wouldn't have known if you would have got it for free it's true uh what'd true, you guys what did you guys nothing, have for lunch we had uh he had a bit of pepperoni pizza and we had some salad um that was about it Oh. Pretty pretty light lunch. I didn't want right. to eat too much. Anyway, Fair enough. That, you that said you went bowling? Of, yeah, yeah, it was good. What was your handicap? I don't have a handicap because I'm not playing. I'm playing with a six-year-old. Um, <laughs> I guess that means that he should have a handicap. All right. Uh, what would you he, bowl? Do well, you hold on. He, just bear in mind, he uses that thing. You put it on and you put the ball on and you push it. You aim it towards the pins. And you put the ball on and you push it and it rolls down. Because he's six, he can't really do it. Is that not a normal thing people use? No, they usually hold the ball and throw it with their own human, with their own power. What? He's, this is a, it's like a little ramp thing. Yeah. You place the ball on the top, you push it. Those are normal, Neil. Everyone uses those. No, they don't. Yeah, everyone who's... Marty, you're in a bowling league. Everyone uses (laughs) the ramps, right? Uh... When they're six, yeah, yeah. When they're six, yeah. Anyway, okay, what about the bumpers, guys? The bumpers were up. Oh yeah, totally. Um, because yeah. he's six, but I was I because it sucks for me because I'm like if I I like to bowl, so I'm like damn it if I hit the bumper and it hits the skittles, I know it's just void, right? Did you say skittles? Yeah. What do you call, oh pins? You call them pins, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Skittles? I'm English, man. Gotta... <laughs> Dude, Skittles is a bar game which from which I bowling was, you know, originated. No, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about this. You guys don't know Skittles? You've never been... Oh, man, you've not been I, in, I, nothing, I in know, enough English bars. I know the candy. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Skittles, Skittles is... Yeah. I'll send a... I'll post a picture on Facebook of Bar Skittles, um, which is actually an extremely dangerous game um, to have in a bar because you have these huge, you have basically my attention. Br- 
bricks. They're like these big round, they're like hockey pucks, but a bit bigger. Um, full on, like in a bar. So, you know, people can get drunk and who knows what could happen. Uh, but yeah, Skittles. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we, we bowled and that was that. I wasn't very happy with my score, but then I haven't bowled for. Well, what was your score? A long time. Uh, it's like one thirty, I think, something like that. That's not Which bad. Is, it's, a, it's not bad, but yeah, it's, it's pretty okay. good. Lots of spares, like six spares maybe, but no strikes, which kind of sucks. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm happy with one thirties. I'm not unhappy about it, but I just you know, I used to bowl when I was younger, so. I, I know what I'm capable of, or used to be capable of. <laughs> Andrew is just dying <laughs> with this inane conversation. I, be- I believe there's a country song by Toby Keith. I ain't what I once was. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Anything else? Any- nope, that's my week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no D&D? No. No, no D&D this week. What? No D&D. Yeah. Okay. All right. Andrew? No, oh, Marty, we'll go on with you. You were uh, out this weekend, right? I was. Um, I had a very, very busy work week. And so I was not home to play Rocket League with the guys. Um, so I didn't really get to catch up with them at all um, after the podcast. I don't think we played either, though. No, nah, we didn't play much. I think we played one time. We played on, like, once i think yeah during the week yeah. <laughs> did, did i i think i played friday night with you guys and that was it I think I, that must that have been it yeah um yeah. sunday i uh it was uh earlier in june my, my my friend passed away and his celebration of life was this weekend so um went up to spokane and saw a whole bunch of uh my my buddies from high school and so uh, we all hadn't been together um, in about a decade, all of us. Um, and we were still missing some people. Um, but to have that many people there, we hadn't had we hadn't had a gathering like that in a long, long time. So it was good. Um, it was unfortunate that it was getting everybody back together in that situation. Um but a lot of great memories, a lot of good stories, uh, meeting uh, significant others and uh, um, seeing where everybody's at, what they're doing. So that was good. Um, I, I wish we were, when we were out drinking, that we could have had the, the price of $10 an hour for as many drinks as possible. That would have been very nice. Um, but good times. Uh and uh, came back yesterday. Uh, Andrew said no Marty stories, but I, I got to tell this one story because it's fitting. Um, Andrew, you remember um, the individual who passed away, and he's very full of life, mm-hmm. kind of took uh, any which way or road and um, would always be up for an adventure, this kind of thing. So I'm, I'm leaving Spokane and um, downtown Spokane, so I just put in the GPS, like, how to get out of the city. Um, but I type in my hometown, so it'll get me there. And <laughs> I 
I know exactly how to get back to to my home. But Would you write into a GPS, how do I get out of here? Go <laughs> <laughs> <The> fuck am <laughs> I? No, I, I, I just typed Walla. Save me. I just typed Walla and it, it brought up Walla Walla. And so I um, came back and it just sent me on the path and I was going down Highway 395. And if if you know any anything about Northwest, like you could hit Spokane to 395 and it's a straight shot. But for some reason, the GPS had me get off the road at Ritzville. Um, and so I was like, okay, whatever. And got off and just followed this highway. And it was taking me to Washtucna. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it'll, it'll spit me back out. Maybe there's a construction or something, an accident or detour. And got there. But then the GPS was still telling me to keep going straight and not go on that highway. It's like, all right, I'll just keep going. Kept driving down the road, and eventually, uh, as I'm getting there, so, make hold the... on, hold on. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. So right now, you're in a place you know, going somewhere you know the way, but you've let the GPS just take you wherever it currently feels like it, and right. you're just going along. I'm just going it? along yeah. with whatever is going, <laughs> and like I've never driven this road. I have no idea what's going on. It's this two lane road, and it's just like kind of going wherever, um, and. I've lived in Washington my whole life and there's this giant waterfall not too far away from me and I've never been there. You've never been there? I've never been to Palouse Falls. What? And so as I'm driving down and I make the turn and going by Lions Ferry, um, all of a sudden I see the sign for Palouse Falls eight miles away. I'm like, oh. And then blow me How drunk were you? How drunk are you at this point? Sober. Like oh, I'm, so I'm on my He's way. Driving home. back. I'm on my way. I know home that, Sunday. but I don't want to. I know that that would be incriminating, but you know. <laughs> no, it was on my way back uh, Sunday afternoon, and so, okay. um, like it was literally like say goodbye, like have have brunch, uh, waiting for like waited with a buddy who had a later flight out, and so waited with him, so there was no like longer time, and so and I was in no rush to get back home, and so I know how to get back home, but. The GPS just randomly put me on this. And at any point, I could have taken a right or left and gotten back to, like, how I know to get home. Mm-hmm. But I just follow like, it, it sounds kind of quasi, like, you know, my buddy's Faithful. with my Yeah, like, my buddy's with me or something. But, you know, he is the type of guy, you know, like, he was on his motorcycle and he, he like, get tired and you just pull off on the side of the road and nap on the side of the road and sleep whatever and get back on and just hey let's just let's just take a right down this road see where it goes and so um to randomly end up go a way i've never gone before and end up at a place where i'd never been um it was a fitting tribute it was a good kind of reflective pensive moment so so did you end up at the falls is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I stopped cool. stopped there for a little bit. I was like, you know, I'm right here. I like, I'll stop and um, walked around for a little bit and got back in the car and finished my Did drive. Did you hike to the head of the falls? Uh, I didn't, because um, oh. they had a, a discovery pass thing um, hanging there that you needed to have the discover pass or pay in, and I had used my last uh, cash on me to uh, leave a tip uh, with breakfast. 
and so I, I didn't have any cash to to pay the pay the fee and so i was like okay well i'm just gonna use the restroom real quick walk there um snapped a picture walked down just a little bit and then walked back up um you know try to be a good law-abiding citizen no fun is how that's read <laughs> I, I mean i got a little bit but i mean there was a park ranger there so i was just i wanted to get home too but um, I did walk around. I got some pictures. Well, apparently not, because oh. <laughs> you you let the GPS take you all the way out to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere. Well, no, more no, nowhere. but the nowhere falls in nowhere is significantly yes. more in the middle of nowhere. It is than it your hometown. Is. It is in the middle of nowhere, and like I said, I, I've I've never. It, it's what only it's about an hour away. And it's I, not far at all. And I've never made made that never trek. Never done it. And Everyone so, has that story, right? I mean, I'm sure we all have it. That one thing in nearby that you always say you're going to go to that you never do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's you yours, Neil? Mine is the Reagan Library here in, this, in California. The Reagan Library. I've always meant to go to the Ronald Reagan Library, and I always drive by now and then because it's near where my mother-in-law lives. And it's literally six miles from where she lives and i lived there for a year and from my house now it's like 30 minutes away but i've never done it we'll do it this weekend maybe maybe i will and i'll tell you guys all about it next week all about it don't hold your breath (laughs) there's so many things like that around here but really the only thing that comes to mind right now is popeye's chicken sandwich Popeye's chicken <laughs> they're sandwich. Always, they're always sold out. You've you never had a Popeye's go. chicken sandwich. I haven't tried it yet, dude. No, you come ha- on. Okay, no, that's it. Jake has you. You weren't with me because I tried it in Denver with Jake. Would I? Would I lie to you? Yeah, you weren't. You weren't Popeye in town yet. We had to pick you up. Yeah, you weren't there yet. I like how it's like waterfalls, library, <laughs> presidential library. Popeye chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's been on my mind for about a week now. So apparently more than that, but just about a week, or else it would have came up on last week's podcast. Well, but if you've never had one and it's a thing, it's surely it's been. How old are you? I now? read a couple articles this week. <laughs> oh, if you've been reading all about the whole Popeye versus um, Chick Fil A, what is it? Chick-fil-A yeah, I kind of got yeah. caught up on some of that. I thought it was hilarious. It's pretty but funny. I'm a big fan of chicken at any time. So Yeah, I do like Chick-fil-A. I mean, I know that they're horrible. Um, they're, they're a very disliked uh, company for their beliefs and the things they support. But their chicken stuff is great. People are going to still eat there, though. So. Sure, they do. But a lot of people boycott. Their food's good. Know. They have good service. Regardless of what their beliefs are, I don't care right. when they're open or not open. I mean, whatever. I don't get caught in the weeds. Right. But uh anywho, I mean that was that was my main weekend. So um came back and then just kinda unpacked and Any any know. Tinder updates for us, Marty? Yeah, what about the Tinder man? Um I did check. Uh I had more uh people that were that did uh what do you call it? What's the they swiped right on me more in Spokane. Um, while I was up there, um, so this, so what you're saying is, is you just need to move. 
more or less. <laughs> <laughs> what you need, dude, uh, get the hell out of there. Get me a date, move house. I think I checked Saturday night, um, and uh, there we had like four, four or something. Okay. And don't you? So how do you know people swipe on you? Uh, it the push notifications on my phone like when I had my phone locked it had f- like four different things oh and then uh, when you open it back up at the top it says like plus however many um, and they're all they're all fuzzy um, so I can't see who they are what they are um, but I'm, what they are I, I see. Increase the dating pool. No, I'm. I like it. Play the numbers. You got to be gender neutral. Um, people have identify with different <laughs> pronouns now. Um, <laughs> but now, um, since looking at it and going through and swipe, swiping periodically, nothing, um, no matches. So, what about bowling? You've been bowling lately. I bowled last week on Wednesday. Uh, what about the single ladies there? I I bowl in the oldest league in town. There's all right. There's what about the single old ladies? There's nope. <laughs> so the league that I bowled in uh, for a number of years, uh, we lost some teams, and so we joined with another league. Our league was um, a guys' league only, a men's league only, and then the other one uh, was. Um, they allowed women, but there's only, I think, like, three teams with, with women, but they each only had one, and they're spouses or family members of that. So it's there's not a lot of women that are in the league um, now since we joined. So I think there's only, like, three or four. Um, so, no, it's – I'm 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 bowling with my dad's friend's like that kind of age group. Um, there's only a handful of people that are even close to my age, and they're all older than me. I'm definitely like the second youngest person there. So you're the ringer. No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm definitely bringing down uh, bowling uh, just as much, if not more, than I do Rocket League. I'm probably better at Rocket League than I am a bowler. So that should tell you how good I am at bowling. I mean, they oil the lanes and everything, and it's it's hard to keep the ball on. Um, I was trying to not I, if you use the ramp. <laughs> well, and right now I'm I'm really struggling because a few weeks ago I hurt my wrist bowling because um, I use I put a lot of spin on the ball, and so um, it I, I after not. We're only so many weeks in. I think we're like five or six weeks in. And I just, my wrist isn't up to the, up to mid-season form of being able to put a lot of revolutions on the ball. And so I've had to resort to throwing my straight ball right now. And it, it doesn't have the same pop. It doesn't, it, it's harder for me to get better or good scores with it, with that ball. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's the next level of bowling, right? Because you can get so good throwing the ball straight, and that's about as good as I got ever got. 
but then adding spin is is where it's at. Well, because if you come in from the angle um, and yeah. hit the pocket right, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you Brooklyn's okay if you hit it right as well, but it's the margin of error on Brooklyn is is um, is much thinner, smaller. Yeah. Um, but with the when I throw the straight ball, I do get a little bit of of curve uh, on it to try to um, get some revolutions and get some action on the pins. But I mostly leave a lot of ten pins, and those are mm-hmm. those are really so. Hard we to went from Marty trying to get action on Tinder to getting action on the pins. Get in pins, yeah. But just that's how I used to. That was my staple in bowling back when I was good. Was I never did the spin, but I'd always leave that last pin. And but I was always, I'd always get it. So I'd end up with like ten spares all the way through, which good score, um, and a couple of strikes thrown in in there for good measure. Mm-hmm. But never was I good enough to be able to like do four or five, you know, good strikes in a row. With with revolution on the ball, I can I can get between like one seventy and one uh, one thirty five pretty consistently, and I'll, <laughs> occasionally I'll throw a, a like a one ten, <laughs> right, and it or a one ninety or something. Yeah, and so it, but it's mostly in that one seventy to one one thirty five range. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I sit. So yeah, that was my week. I just got my me- a message that I'm actually not bowling this week, so I I got Wednesday off. Guys, you wanna you wanna bowl? You wanna Rocket League? <laughs> I think you should worry about Tinder. <laughs> see if you can get a date for Wednesday since you're free. All right, I'll see what I can do. Andy, how was your week? Uh, well, we can either talk about my week or we can do your article. How about both? Nope. We can do both. We're running out of time. You got to choose. My article won't take a whole lot of time. We can do both. Oh, okay. Well, neither Mate. of my week. Uh, oh, where do we leave off? Where were we last week, boys? Well, I don't know. You tell us. I think I was doped up on Dayquil. I talked yeah, about being doped up. Yeah, you were sick. You were sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. I really didn't do much. I had plans this weekend. I had plans. I was supposed to go bowling, actually. Ooh. I was supposed to do karaoke, but uh, I ended up falling asleep because I'm old. And they were left stranded wondering where you were. Yeah, yeah. So I fell asleep like <laughs> at, at seven o'clock or something, right? And then I wake up at 11 o'clock. I get, I look at my text messages. They're like, are, are you alive? Are you making it out? <laughs> and I was like, I think I know where they're at, but I'm not sure if they're in between places. I texted back, and I only made it another like 15 minutes before I fell back asleep. So I didn't, <laughs> oh, I didn't even try. There's no way I was gonna go out that time, you know. You, right. Nothing good happens after midnight, anyways. Sure. No, that's a very Andrew thing to do. You've done that to us before too. <laughs> Who's us? What are you talking about? Neil and myself to play Rocket League. You've like, oh fell asleep like you, well yeah <laughs> that's true yeah i haven't it, it happened long but yeah it oh, happens it, 
it happens. I'm just saying it's a very Andrew thing to do. You get home from work and just crash, and I I get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like on the weekends, I'm still in my. I wake up early and I'm I'm done by the time the sun goes down. So, anyways, I, I no no cool stories. I was hoping I could regale you about singing Lana Del Rey or I don't know what else we had planned. There's there's a list going around that I was supposed to sing. Had a few duet partners that I f- failed, but yeah. Oh, well, I, what about you guys? If you guys go out for karaoke, what's your go-to song? I feel like anything I sing makes people put earplugs in. <laughs> or drink more, which is yeah. great at a karaoke bar. Right. But what's your go-to song, Marty? If If you had to sing right now in front of five people you don't know, at a dingy dive bar, what would it be? Stand by me. Okay. Okay. Neil? Uh, I don't do karaoke. You guys always sing on this I, podcast. I There's always a one. time where you guys start singing on this podcast. Maybe now that I'm older, maybe I will. But I never did. I did it once. One time. In my whole life. And that was due to being extremely wasted and what was it uh, i think we did two songs uh, one was a madonna song <laughs> which i don't remember which one it was like and a prayer i'll take you there it, i don't know it could have been i don't remember and the other one i don't remember what it was at all to be honest no one of them was a madonna song but that's huh. all yeah. All right. Not, well, whenever I mean, we hit don't Vegas, get me wrong. We'll do that, don't karaoke. get me wrong. That, that's not what I would pick today <laughs> in a sober state. Well, what would you pick today? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'd have to give it some proper. I, I, yeah, I'd try and pick something that had like zero range and that was the hardest to screw up because I still would screw it up, but then I wouldn't screw it up that badly. Tequila. Tequila. Yeah. The song. As long as he does the dance too. Oh, yeah. But hold on. Is there words to that? Yeah. yeah tequila. tequila. Oh. Okay. I'll do that <laughs> one. Although I, I, I detest that that tune. It's, it's annoying. What do you got against tequila? Tequila's great. N- the, tequila's great. I agree. But not. I don't know about that song. Okay. Well, you got to think of something because eventually we're going to end up in Vegas and we're going to have to do karaoke. All right. Anywho. Uh, article for the week. Here we go. This comes from the Salt Lake Tribune. Are you ready for this? Uh, Nope. A woman has been charged with a crime of being topless in her house. (laughs) I love it. So... Little backstory: uh, Her and her husband are installing in, um, insulation, so you know the pink stuff with the fiberglass, or at least that's yeah. what I'm assuming, because um, it says in the article that it gets itchy and hot and whatnot. And so, to get the itchy material and things off, um, they go into the house, and when they're in the house, they um, her husband takes off her. Uh, his shirt, and then she takes off her top. Um, and then right then um, her stepchildren come around the corner and 
see her topless. And there's, she just is like, well, you know, you shouldn't be embarrassed or ashamed or anything. Cause you know, um, you know, it's human body. If, um, this is, you know, we're, we're family, da, da, da. Like this is, um, you know, a, a man can be topless, a woman can be topless and, you know, in the comfort of their home or anything. And it's not, um, a big deal. And then the stepchildren eventually told the real mom, the biological mom about what happened about, um, the stepmom being topless in the house. And so then, um, the police called her, called the woman, interviewed her, and then a few days later, they came and charged her with uh, indecent exposure and also potentially um, uh, being uh, registered as a sex offender for the next 10 years for being topless in her own home. Wow. So what are your thoughts? Well, that's... that's uh... Hmm. How old are the kids? Uh, not quite ten years old. I think the oldest is nine. Okay. I think there's three of them. Um, and this happened in 2000, and they're not even sure of when this actually happened, of when the the um, the incident takes place. She thinks it happened in the fall of 2016. But prosecutors are saying it happened in twenty November twenty seventeen or January um, twenty eighteen, and so wouldn't there only be one time where you're actually installing insulation in your home though? It's not like a yearly ritual. No, but like the prosecutors are saying, it may not be that incident, but she can't remember ever being topless around the kids any other time other than than installing the insulation. Okay, so how are the prosecutors saying it's a different time? I don't know. That's what it is, and so now the court the court case is being um, brought up to the Supreme Court in in Utah. Um, that's when the kids, a thirteen year old boy, a ten year old girl, and a nine year old boy, saw her without her top on. So they were sweaty and itchy, and they stripped down to their underwear, leaving their dirty clothes near a doorway so they could take a shower. Thoughts? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, can you be topless in your own home? Around your children? Yeah, of course. I don't have children. Of course. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Um, But... Then if you are in eyeline or eyesight of people outside in public, then obviously you'd want to exercise discretion. Most people don't want to be seen naked, right? Um, so so what this really comes down to is this fact that it's not her kids, it's her stepchildren. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's, that's where this comes into play is, is she a legal guardian though well they're married so okay um married so, to the kid's father so um so probably a legal guardian not necessarily adoptive mother but right. legal guardian so uh, i just feel like this is something that should be handled within the family even if they were divorced y'all should act like adults and talk mm-hmm. and figure this out 
And again, this is on yeah. her. This is on her account. the The other account, according to the mom, is um, a little bit more um, risque uh, with details and other things. So it's of what they're saying. So the mom that wasn't there, right? Okay. And so now you're looking that why is why is the stepmom being charged with? lewd and indecent exposure but the husband is not or the dad is not and while well, he's still topless or anything well that's because titties are bad so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, that's how I feel about the, the only reason why it's an issue is because they're stepkids and the parents themselves can't talk this out so they take it to the courts and oh I put it on them. Oh, there's an update since I started reading this. Because uh, I read this uh, right after last week. Um, they have recently confirmed, uh, the Fort Collins decision was recently confirmed that the city would not appeal the 10th Circuit decision to the Supreme Court. So it's not going to the Supreme Court. Not anymore. But they were looking at it. And so it got up to so the... case shut. To the appeal. We're talking about old news. Uh, this just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I found this earlier uh, last week, um, after right after we found the, um, or we recorded the podcast. I think I found it on the first. Um, but the big argument was that it would, if they, if they change the, the um, sexual offender. Um, law and that women could be topless because that i mean that's another big issue there i believe it's colorado that women can be topless now i believe and oh no last week i learned that vermont can't have uh billboards which i'm not entirely sure about um but the, the difference uh one of the arguments that they're making was that um it would change the, the law or the statute and then um different Differentiating between male and female breasts would affect child sex offender laws that prohibit touching a young girl's breast. So, like, this had some other aspects of legalese and and verbiage that was going to have a pretty substantial effect on Utah law based on its interpretation. Topless in your own house and being charged as a potential sex offender... For lewd and indecent exposure. You guys seem gobsmacked about this as much as I was when I found this last week. Not really gobsmacked. I think it's stupid, but it's entirely a story that I would believe reading it. Um, yeah. Like I said, it is kind of it's one of those just like meh stories. Meh? Yeah. <laughs> meh. <It's> meh. <laughs> yeah, so. There is no appeasing you two. <laughs> nope I get you a story nope. about boobs and like an absurd situation and you're like meh well it's yeah no it's an absurd situation but I guess if all you want to know are feelings about an absurd situation we're gonna feel it's absurd and that's it I, th- I just 
felt felt you would like have more to say than just be like, well, that's just absurd. I'm not going to be able to give some life altering opinion on something like this. That's for sure. And that's why you are not a judge. Profound thoughts, Andrew. Come on. Profound thoughts. <laughs> like like what? I don't know. Any insight. This should have been handled with the parents. That's all. And how would you handle this? How would you handle this with your future kids? With my future kids? Yeah. If I was in that situation, I would make sure I'm able to speak with everyone being my ex and my new wife about what it means having this living arrangement now and how just because we're no longer... A couple, we do not abandon raising our kids and start fighting out in court over stupid things. Right. Neil? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The article goes on to say that she's now... um, Marty, you obviously have some profound feelings about this, so why don't you lay us us with some wisdom here. How would you handle this? Do you think that she should be charged? Do you think she shouldn't be charged? Do you think the kids are in a dangerous situation because in the middle of remodeling their home or putting some insulation in, they are cooling off and going to go take a shower. Someone caught a little bit of nipple. Is that going to hurt the child? Well, let me me, uh, add a little bit more information here now because she is now... um, but wait, with, there's more. With, no, because she's saying it's a, it's affecting her daily life. And because now she's like, well, is this tank top too revealing? Are my shorts too short? Um, should I have to wear a bra everywhere that I go? Like in the house? Like, so it's still oh, affecting. Oh, so now this is the this, this stepmom right. saying this. Well, yeah, so it's affecting her daily life. If she's been charged as a sex offender. So I like, I would say in your, in your own home. Um, granted, they're not her kids, but if it's in your own home, like, and you're not, like, it that's that's out of bounds. It's in the privacy of your own home. Um, no, but just because you're in your home doesn't mean you're exempt from all laws. Correct. Right? Correct. But it's not like she's indecent in public. Like, it's in a private setting. It's their home. It's their uh, property. It's their um if they were changing out of their clothes in a in a time where they thought that no one was around and then the kids suddenly appeared that's not that's that's an accident that's not a uh right but you're saying that the 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 former wife made it sound more risque like there's another version where okay maybe this isn't just some innocent indecent exposure but there's something more sinister going on mhm is that do you think that's going on? I don't think that's going on. Okay. So I think there's uh, there needs to get to which in the if you're being charged with a crime and there there's obviously some where she thinks it's one incident and then the the ex wife thinks it's this other instance and that's what the prosecutors are saying but they can't discuss that because it's ongoing. Um, that um, other decision I was telling you about was actually a decision in Fort Collins, Colorado. Not this one. Um, so I scrolled down too far. Um, so I guess this one is still going. Um, but it would go to the same circuit court of appeals as the case in Colorado. Anywho, um, 
it sounds like there needs to be clarification if this is the incident from the the changing because of the fiberglass and the insulation, or if it's from this other incidents incident where it's more how the mom interprets it from hearsay from something else. So clarity of of accusation. But if we're going off the mom, are the stepmom's um, version of like what, the what does the husband say? What has the husband said? There is no quote from the husband in my skimming here. I feel like he'd be a vital witness in this case now that it's already at the court, or it was. I mean, the 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 woman was trying to teach her kids that your your body's not it's not to be ashamed of. She's not going around. Was and, she teaching the kids not to be ashamed of your body, or was she taking a shower? Said okay, you you saw me, you saw me topless. Like it's okay. Like we're like, it's fine. You don't have to. If it's okay for for our for the dad to be topless in the home, it's okay for me too. She's not part of the free the nipple movement. Is that a movement? Yeah. I'm still waiting for your profound thoughts, Marty. I wanted this to be a discussion, and you guys are not discussing. Neil's going, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know, man. This is I don't know what to say about this one. Neither do I. I think it's, it's unfortunate. Co- made to the courts. I think more than anything, it's a dysfunctional yeah. family relationship, and I, I feel sorry stupid. for them yeah. all because of it. Yeah. I feel bad for the kids being in the middle of something like this. That's the plight of being a kid. You're always in the middle of adult bullshit. (laughs) We're just here to screw things up. Yep. Unless there's nothing else there. What did we learn? Well, we learned that Marty is picking shitty articles. I learned about... I learned that Andrew likes chicken. Oh, you already knew that, though. Popeye and wings. I mean, I said I'd send chicken and waffles into space. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, we learned you should also visit local um, tourists or things that are local monuments or um, educational things or stops, national parks, other. I don't know what's the word I'm looking don't for. Don't let those things that you say you should do remain that way. Mm hmm. Go on an adventure. Take the road less traveled. You know, go somewhere random. We also learned to quote Marty from earlier, which is that it's odd to end up in a random place when you took a random route (laughs) to get there. (laughs) Did I say that? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. I think the way you said it was even better, but that was basically what you were like. It was amazing I ended up in this random place when I'd just been... When I took a random route, <laughs> following my GPS to get there. Unintended. Completely unintended. Yeah. And to think I got complimented on having a nice way of w- with words this weekend. Nice. That, that might be the best joke of the podcast right now. And with that, we leave you guys to leave more suggestions for books to read. And Neil's Kickstarter... Go get them off the ground. Do it. And we will talk to you guys later. <laughs>